comedy game design podcast by two guys who know nothing about comedy nor game design. I'm Trevor Scott, here for our first episode of the night. And with me as always is Ben Slinger. That's right. We are still recording multiple episodes in a night because I'm leaving for Canada. Which, in just like, under two weeks, which we is just, actually a number of weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we we could have we could have just not mentioned it at all, and nobody would have noticed because we are managing to buffer enough. But anyway, um, that's fine. It's just a little insight behind the scenes. What are we doing tonight, Trev? Click pitch. Yeah, because click pitch is a game where we each have a random word generator in front of us on the counter. Three, two, one, click. We're gonna click refresh, get a get a new word, an adjective, and a noun. Actually, because we're doing ramped up click pitch mm-hmm. because. That. In fact, no, it's fuck it. We're not going to do. We're not going to do no. ramp up click pitch. We are going to do random word plus. So I'll just change that. Okay, to- one word each, just to limit us that little bit more, or maybe let limit us that limit us that little bit less. Actually, mm. yeah. So maybe our- maybe open it up. So classic click pitch tonight. Single word, single single noun, um, and away we go. Video game design. Three, two, one, click. Yeah. We should probably mention, yes, video games. Uh, that's what we're doing. Uh, three to one click is gymnasia. But. With one T or twos. <laughs> it is a noun, so you'd think two. It's one, but still, okay. I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> I like this is gymnasia. Is that like, is that the plural of a gymnasium? One gymnasium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Several gymnasia? Yep. You're managing a whole heap of them, mm. but there's like an alien attack going on. <laughs> right, that's where we bring in. But it's just that it's just that there's something, something else weird. is happening. Something else like, is happening. There's an additional aspect to this. Yeah, I do. Like, I love that. Okay, <laughs> I like. I like that you're running um, a, a, gym, a franchise of several gymnasia. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get to like choose your, you know, your marketing, your color scheme, your name of the franchise. Uh, how many screens you got in front of in front of the um you know the treadmills to? Well, that's it. Yeah, are we are we going full on designing the insides and such in a in that very sort of uh, tycoony yeah. kind of way? Okay, yeah, that's good. But as That'd soon as you cool, get actually. it, but as soon as you get it set up, TVs static, and all oh, okay. of a sudden a big overlord sort of comes up on all of them. Some somehow they manage to to you know. Um, just, just on this one big screen, you know, they managed to turn it into, into, you know, one of those things where you got multiple screens, but it's just one screen, like yeah. it's just showing one thing. Yeah. Somehow it worked for this, but nothing else, like all the other TVs are just showing the little, the little face. The little version. Um, <laughs> somehow it works. <laughs> it happens in movies all the time. Um, so anyway, I, I like the idea that, you know, you set this thing up and then this is, this is happening. Okay. So you, I, <laughs> I do love. And I feel like we do this a lot and it would never work actually in the days of the internet. This is if this was like a nineties game, this would work a lot better. I love the idea that you spend, I don't know, like multiple hours, you know, setting this all up. Maybe it doesn't trigger until you've got like three different locations. <laughs> it's you're just running it as a fun little business tycoon. You know, I'm p- picturing almost like a theme hospital. Um, kind of view of it where you have your little, you have your people coming mm-hmm. in and you can follow them around and you see what, yeah, you see what they want to yeah, do, yeah. their, their goals. And if they go to meet with a personal trainer, you have to hire the trainers and hire your reception staff. 
And then, then, yeah, all of a sudden this event happens. Well, it happens, but you're, you're just the a humble, like, gymnasium. Owner. Yeah. You don't, you can't affect any of that story. That story's happening out there. And now, every now and again, you're gonna get a, you know, 13 limbed alien come in and come enjoy in and, your gymnasium. And take over the whole weight, high weight area with all, yeah. like, using 13 weights at once. So you, you've now got to, deal with that and you've now got to you know handle okay i've i've got a trainer that i've got to hire that caters for them and then you know when they get wiped out by by another group but the next group it turns out to be even worse you've now got to cater for them and some of some of the refugee of the original ones like i love this actually and from a gameplay perspective i i really like the idea of yeah, that you're just actually, ha- it's just about catering your business to these different alien races. The fact that more of the 13 limbed race, uh, are coming in now, you know, you can watch the, you know, you can get the news reports and see that, oh, this invasion has gone well or poorly or whatever. And that will change how often these people come in. Yeah. But all, but all that it matters from the gameplay is you need to make sure you've got enough weights. To, to cater, cater for, for that them, now, be oh, and off. enough treadmills because it turns out that eight of those uh, limbs eight of those are limbs actually are, right. Are you they, know, need yeah. the wider treadmills because yeah, they need to, they need to make it, sure yeah. that they can all go at the same time. And I, yeah, In fact, three of them go at a slower speed, so you have to make sure that you, that you cater variable for the, speed. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. you and they're linked together so that they they know that right. Yeah. This one has a limp, so he has to change it a little bit different. <laughs> um, I, I, I quite like that. Uh, yeah, just having that in the background. And, and really all it does is it just ups the difficulty. It just gives you new challenges as you manage your, your gyms. Yeah. Uh, and you can, you can, you know, if you think you're, if, if a bunch of Plutonians move into the nearby area, then you're like, okay, well, I should invest, you know, in more of the the heavier weights or whatever because they're like rock monsters that are. Well, that- you you can you can even look at going, okay, we've we've got gyms that we can tailor to certain demographics. So yeah. you've got your women only gym, you've got your plutonian only gym, and then you then you've got you know gym yep. junkies, you know, and that's just where mm-hmm. you know all all the all the that's where all the nasty group. Yeah, we 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 just uh, pour all the toxic masculinity into that one gym and, and keep it out of the rest. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and if it happens to be in a, a war zone, then it's not as big a loss. I mean, customer base, you know, but they they do come to the gym a lot, and they do spend <laughs> a lot of money on all the supplements uh, that. But yeah, but it also costs <laughs> a lot. To like hire the people to wipe the sweat off of all the machines that they never and the lawyers that, and- that you obviously have, well, to, have constant- to keep on yeah 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 constant uh, to fights and things especially between you know the Plutonians and the Neptunians um, always talking about who's further away from the sun and yeah, yeah well those, the Neptunians they they're prone to giving shit to the Plutonians about the fact that. They're, they're, they're not, not a planet from a, from a from a planet from full blown planet. Although their scientists do do still see them as a planet, that's why they're they're you know they're like oh Australia. Well, the the Earth doesn't think that you're a planet. We know otherwise. <laughs> we know otherwise because we tried to take it over. We want it. 
We want it for its many, many layers of ice <laughs> and a big heart. <laughs> we want the Pluto's heart. <laughs> and also, we're just big Disney fans. We thought it'd be cool to, to own it. Memorabilia. <laughs> Turns out the reason why they came in, they came in, um, you know, cap- captured Earth is because, and this is old news for for all you, all, all the people out here, but this is just for us. Mm. Uh, Netflix um, has stopped them from doing from you know borrowing uh, the subscription of of like some of the Earth peoples, right? So right. they had they, they had to pay shift. for their own, yeah, and they weren't and happy. So they weren't happy, so mm. they came and they came and you know conquered yeah, and because, because of it because damn ne- netflix because netflix the, the neptune version of netflix is nowhere near as good they don't have the office or anything no no well they've got the office it's just the neptunian version of it and it's, it's right it's yeah it, and that's because the neptunian version it's not even based on the uk but it's based on the us version and now it's the neptunian version so it's like two uh, it's too far removed. Yep. Away, yeah, removed now. Um, it just didn't really. In fact, it. it's actually based on the Ionian one, which is you know the oh, small. Of course. Yeah, I forgot that they had made that leap in there yep. too. Yeah. yeah, so it's three degrees from the from the UK office, and and it lost some of it in translation. Anyway, three to one click. <laughs> <laughs> Lint. I- <laughs> assembler. <laughs> what is it? Assembler. <laughs> okay. Okay. This is this is the secret of how lint actually gets in your belly button. Like, there's actually. Well, okay. So, because there's two. Because I was thinking the opposite way that we're assembling things from lint and harvesting it from belly buttons. But it could go either way, I guess. I, I like both. Let, let's yeah. let's explore both. And well, I mean, so it could you're be, a lint it fairy. It could be the whole life cycle. You're a lint fairy. Yeah. Because, um, obviously. I mean, that's where lint comes from or is and, taken And goes to. Yeah. Yeah. In, fa- in fact, it's kind of like it's kind of like an oyster. They they plant a little seed of lint. <laughs> <laughs> they just drop in a little grain of sand and the lint kind of uh, starts it to coalesce around it. Coalesce yeah. around it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> the lint fairies go out and and, you know- this See, is- <laughs> uh, plant, plant all the seeds, and then after after you know three weeks, they they come and they come for the harvest. Yeah. They come for the harvest. Yeah. yeah. Is this is this what the like is is this what the Sandman actually does? Like, it's not about sleep. Hundred percent. It's, it's about lint. Well, you know, he 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 lint. originally he originally put it in the eye, you know, and that's where right. that's where sleep actually comes from. Of course, yeah. That's used for a different prog- process. Well, that's to make sure that you stay asleep while he's harvesting the lint. Right, because people are kind of t- ticklish. Uh, ticklish, yeah. In their belly buttons, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, he basically he glues your eyelids shut with a piece of sand. <laughs> <laughs> well, the sand just create The sand just, like, triggers the process of, you know, goop. Yeah. Uh, uh, but, yes, it's it's utilising the, the body's natural, you know, defences. Mm. Uh, yeah. Glue your eyes shut. Yeah. Plant the sand. Slash yeah, the, and the, the, the lint's hand. Yep. Yep. Uh, yep. so, oh, so so th- this this is a management so not a management sort of game, but it's, but it's like a you know I know I can't I can't do like the idea of sending your minions out to to you know go harvest. That's what I was kind from of this neighbourhood. I think it's sort, of, sort of a bit of an, a, a management game, but from a higher level where you've got your territories. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> right? Oh, and you've got to try and take over other people's territories by, like- Yeah, yeah. So, you've got by, like, your building, territories- by, and- by building your lint cannons um, that you can fight off against. Well, that's you know, what you need. This is the thing. You can invest the lint that you harvest in research, development, construction, weapons, uh, and, Science, and grow. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You know, grow your tech tree and, and yes, take over the, the territories of, you know, the other mythical dream beings. Yeah. Um, oh, you know, and, and, you know- Sandman is just a, that's just a designation. That's, that's just a, that's the level. It's sort of like a captain. Um, you know, right. Yeah. So or, the other, or, the other Sandmen who, who manage their particular regions, um, yeah. for their, you know, organizations. Yeah. I, oh, there's, there's something about this game that I'm already, I'm already sort of seeing that, yeah, you could have quite a bit of an economy. You can actually have maybe, um, some of your, some of your underlings or your minions or whatever, yeah. um, they have different like levels of success so that, you know, you send them well, out think, and they uh, may yeah. have woken people up because they're, they're shit at their job and they, I think, they're not. I being- think you, as they have spend more time in the organization, they'll essentially like level up or they'll be promoted or, or they'll get better yeah. at their job. And yes, they have a higher yield, higher lint mm-hmm. yield. Uh, less likely to be exactly to, if, you know, cause if, if the uh, person wakes up, then they just have to flee and you, you, yeah, know, you yeah. might lose that whole, you know, you, you might delay that whole crop basically. But also if you put too much sand in the belly button, they may actually, if you, you may they get might a, have a shower. You may get soon. a neat freak that actually, you know, picks their belly button lint out like, mm. and then you lose that, that nugget, that nugget. That's right. Yeah. Uh, but I'm picturing. I'm picturing like a top-down view to the point where you can kind of you can see all the streets and mm-hmm. and stuff and the houses and that we just have a, a like not a particularly detailed like a somewhat abstract but you can see the little points of light essentially of all your little sand fairies going into each house and kind yeah. of you know staying in there for however long you get your little like they fill up with color or something to sort of show the process is happening there mm. uh and maybe even to the point of like you have to cuz i'm sort of picturing them traveling around in these big like floating ships through the air like po- almost like pirate ships or something yeah I like um, that um galleon sort of things but you you place them like that's part of the gameplay. It's like oh shit, we you know we we could harvest this area more effectively if we had a galleon circling you know th- that th- like taking yeah. over this area, and then you just see them you know Ooh, you, you and, see and that. then you, then you can actually also upgrade your your hourglass because obviously that's that's where the that shows how much the source of your seed sand mm-hmm. you can actually have or yep. um and then I don't know I I, I see what what should link be Caught in like a little vacuum cleaner, and yeah. then they put it into like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they've got a little vacuums that like will, will just like create a vacuum, like a suction over the belly button, and just like like pull it out. Um, with yeah, they they basically empty big vacuum yeah. bags into the you know the hold of the galleon, uh, which then so again like the more the more galleons it means. Uh, less the more the more lint that less you can often, actually capture. Yeah, less often that they have to then bring it back to your storage units or whatever you know, whatever you're storing it in long term. Okay, so when they inadvertently, accidentally wake someone up, yeah, what is the process that um, 
do, do you have to have like a a like mind wipe squad that that goes around to actually that could wipe be a way to do it. I think what happens is um, it's usually alcohol based. <laughs> they just <laughs> pour like scotch down their throats. <laughs> You've got Captain Whiskey comes around. Uh, or Captain Morgan. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think from sort of the- You abstracted away a little bit in that, like, you see, you know, a fairy goes into the house, the meter starts filling up for essentially how far through the job they are, but if they botch, like, if there's a ran- You know, there's a random chance, essentially, based on their skill level and different things, that, yes, the person will wake up. And I think that takes that house out of commission for a certain amount of time, because now they're, like, yep. they're sort of wary or something. Unless, yes, you have- paid for and hired the squads to go around and essentially uh mind wipe them or or yes alter them in some way so that you can you can okay. har- start the harvesting you start as as a lowly sort of person who's just sort of coming into oh, yeah. Yeah. um like you're finally graduated to the big leagues which is you know, collecting the lint, and you. I think you've got you've, one. You've, you've paid like, for your lint license. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You're just breaking into the industry. You've got like one little rowboat, floating rowboat that you're going yep. around in, and like five and a, ti- and five a, and a tiny little like hired. hourglass that that has yeah. the has the seed sand in it, and yeah, you're just trying to make oh, yourself. The designs like, on this could be so cool because I'm picturing the hourglass like mounted on your ship in some way. And oh fuck yeah, yeah, like like that'd be awesome. You you got to. I, I like the idea that if if it stays still, it starts to clump together. So it's one of those things of you have to keep on. It's constantly yeah. It's constantly you running ha- out you and turning. Have to turn it, otherwise it. Oh, and you it's have just to do like, it, like the player has to manually do it. Well, it's it's a play spinning thing. You know, it's a thing of right. you're managing this over here. Oh shit, the seed sand like. Quick turn it. And- right. It, it'll just like, you'll lose some time if you don't get to it on time because you'll have to like shake it up a bit or something or declump it exactly. or whatever you, you do. Yeah. You, you got to run a declumping algorithm. Defrag. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually you defrag it your seed sand. You got you to defragment it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or roll refragment it. It's a refrag. <laughs> refrag. Gotta run the refrag. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's all comped together. <laughs> you just run a rake through it. <laughs> just, oh, yeah. You've just got your refrag garden. <laughs> Oh my god, I, I love that idea as well. Like, well, that's um, once you get that's once you get big. Like, once you're so like powerful and and rich with with sand, it's like, well, you can waste seed sand on a on a Zen garden that you're just little like, rake. Yeah. Can, oh my god, that's so cool. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah you, oh, this is great. Oh, <laughs> There's just something about it that 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 means you know you can once you, once you get powerful enough, you know you can try to take over someone else's area and and you know. Muscle into into their area oh, yeah. until well, then, finally yeah. so you're, I guess you're controlling com- this whole city. Is there combat then? Particular, like, are you like literally? You know, you can outfit your your ships in with with like some some you can outfit with things that are better for harvesting and like bigger bigger holds. You know, put a, but you can also choose to go the different way. It's like, oh, these ones we're going to deploy at the edge of our area, so they've got you know cannons and shit. Like, it's you've got actual kind of naval Ooh, I like, warfare, I like the idea the like the idea of being able to set out sand sentries that you can like mm. have just you know uh, protecting your your border so that you can't have other people coming into your area yeah but 
you can potentially uh, work out how to how to get past their sand sentries. Yeah. Well, I think then, yeah, I think everything that you build uses a combination of lint and seed sand. So that yep. you have to, like, and the seed sand is sort of the more valuable, the more valuable thing. Um, so, where does seed sand come from then? Yeah, that's a good question. I feel like it, 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 it refills over time. Like maybe it comes from it, like the hourglasses themselves are somewhat like magical, or they're like a, they're like a biodome for whatever process is, you know, yeah. a biosphere for whatever process is happening to grow the seed sand. Oh, and and the size of the hourglass, it it all it always tr- tries to keep it to that same level of sand. Essentially, yeah. In well, it's one way or the other, but yes, I think essentially you have a rate of sand that continues continuously regrows. Um, oh, refills. I kind of like the idea that if you don't do this, basically your cup overrunneth with sand mm. and it causes lots of lots of issues it causes so the re- because there's yeah like too much people are asleep like the town just is asleep all the time uh yeah. and and people realize that shit's happening and bring the army in and <laughs> oh i can't i kind of like you know i've got I've got sort of dredge on the mind at the moment because I've uh-huh. been going through and playing that a little bit more. Nice. I do like the idea of having like the eldritch sort of like this. This sand is actually, oh, you know, it's, yeah, okay, it's sort of it's unknowable in some way, unknowable yeah. of origin. Yeah. So it's it's literally like it turns out that you're you're brought into this into this thing of you may actually just be a human that's being brought into this world that is sort of like okay now you get to know the secrets like yep. but nobody he, knows where the, the seed sand comes from we d- we don't know where the seed sand comes from every like all the we time just, it's just being it manifests into yeah. into this hourglass you cannot keep the like the hourglass can never can never stay still it must always be yep. be moving otherwise this is what happens, and it's like you show the Hindenburg, like <laughs> just <laughs> yeah. That it's was okay. Like, this like, was one of the early early times where we tried Challenger. to utilize the seed sand. Oh God. Challenger Hindenburg, like any oh, the Titanic, the tit- Titanic. Yeah, yep. it's like it wasn't it wasn't an iceberg. It was a sandberg. <laughs> yeah, because someone had left their left their seed sand and it clumped so much. That the, the ship ran into it. Um, I love oh that. My God, what you, that. Maybe what you find just, out though then is yeah. that yes, like this is it's coming from a weird place, but what it actually is is seed sand is the belly button lint of like seventh dimensional beings, yep. and these hourglasses are essentially like their belly buttons to their belly buttons <laughs> in some way into our yeah. dimension. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love this. <laughs> this is so good. Um, three, two, one, clear. Because yeah, on that high note, fuck for sure. me, this is so good. Outpatient Rod. Rod. That's got to be a name. We've got to take that as Rod. That like short for Rodney or short for. <sighs> it's, it's either that or I've just got you know the Simpsons on the brain again. Is like <laughs> carbon <laughs> rod. Carbon and- rod. <laughs> <laughs> or or the or the good old Dungeons and Dragons immovable rod, <laughs> like you push the button and it just can't move from what yeah. from the location. But no, our patient and rod. Yeah, mm. I like that. Okay, what's special about rod? Uh, he, he, maybe he's a hypochondriac. Ooh, okay. 
This is why uh, he's constantly having to go in for procedures now, that- do you play Rod or do you play the person who has to deal with Rod? It's a good question. It could be interesting being like a medical receptionist or something or a medical like clinic in, in a papers please-ish sort of way. Ooh. Ooh, yes. And and Rod is just one of the one of the people who comes in. Well, I'm I'm thinking I'm thinking Rod is just that's that's this hospital's nickname for anyone who's who's a hypochondriac. It's just <laughs> they're, a rod. they're a rod. Yeah. Oh god, we've got another rod. Oh fuck. It is based on an actual person called Rod, though. You find this out through conversation. Who was like who, someone who came in every day until yeah. one day they actually had something serious. Nobody believed them, and they died. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like the whole time it's like, oh, it's actually been kind of sad. And the the, the sort of reason why they keep on saying, you know, you you've you've got to you have to deal with the rods. Yeah, you have to deal you with the rods. Have to deal. And you I know actually- they're annoying, but you've got to take them seriously every single time because you never know. You got to test them, and it's like, oh, their temperature is actually low. That's that's a sign of of an actual disease, you know, and. The diseases that they could be coming in with get more technical and all this sort of stuff every day, and it's different ones. Um, You get to know some of the rods. Um, So, this is interesting. Are you essentially doing some sort of preliminary diagnosis in a way, or or at least just deciding, yes, they can be accepted into the the emergency room or something, or it's like, no, no, like, this is not serious enough. Go away. So, at first, all, all you've got is, like- um, you've got, you know, the form that they're throwing you. Yep. And you, you know, you can stick a thermometer in their mouth and you can like listen to their heartbeat or something like that. Well, I reckon, I reckon to start in or a very papers please way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't have those tools yet. It's just based on what they've written on the form. And yeah, you inevitably get some of those wrong because, you know, yes, they had, they had a temperature, but they didn't realize they didn't write that down or whatever. And, and then you, you know, you got a report later on. You should have noticed that they had a hot water bottle just sitting right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so it's like, okay, you know, if you suspect something's up, take their temperature and they give you one of the little like handheld rectal, you know, four- <laughs> rectal, rectal thermometer. thermometer. <laughs> All right, turn around, bend over. No, I think no, I'm thinking like the forehead, open wide. The forehead Damn it. thermometer things. The the uh, the ones that don't actually infrared work. ones or whatever. <laughs> well, well, I mean, there must be some that work. There must be a technology that works in some way. They're not just using it for no reason. <laughs> it just guesses randomly. <laughs> Thirty-seven and forty. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere in there. It could um, be up to five degrees out. <laughs> the but then you of also, life or death. You also get like a <laughs> uh you know, a supply of generic uh paracetamol that you can also just decide to to dole out if you think mm. that that's gonna solve it, you know? Mm. Um that's that sort of thing. And then Yeah, you- and you and you're told you're told what what sort of things that you know, the doctors want to see for the day, like- Yeah. Well, or um, I think maybe, like, initially it's just, like, yes, get them appointment or no, turn them away. Uh, but then you start getting, like, specializations and stuff, like, different doctors start working at the same clinic and you have to decide which doctor to send them to based on, you know, what direction you think their symptoms okay. are going in. These are walk-ins. Yeah. So, the rods are only walk-ins, and then you've got the regular patients coming through. So, you've got to choose which walk-ins you actually allow to see a doctor sort of thing, like, and, and try to slip them into the schedule. 
So the regular patients, you're saying you always let them in, like they're just they've you, got appointments. You got it because they've got an appointment, so therefore they're they're fine. It doesn't really matter, right? So is there is does that is there a is this a mixture then of papers, please, and not tonight? Where when a regular patient comes in, you have to like check them against the appointment list. Yeah, you know. If the doctor's running late, you have to tell you know you have to tell them to sit down or whatever. So you still have to the, the appointment times might not exactly match up, but you have to uh, you know kind of keep that queue going and not let the wrong person in ahead, even though everyone's running behind and their appointment time was now. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, and and, and then you then you've got the um and then you've got the rods where you've got to choose the people who are actually really sick that really should be seeing a doctor. Yeah, and- yeah versus so- no, sorry, we don't have appointments. And that, because, yep. yeah, if they are sick enough and you let them in, it's going to offset your whole appoint, like your whole appointment schedule. People are going to the doctor, mad. But the doctor's going to be like, thank you for sending that person in. They exactly. had they cancer. Needed, yeah, exactly. Or like, like they, they, had a, they really needed or something or, yeah, something acute. They literally had a hot water bottle down their top. <laughs> yeah, why did <laughs> you, why all did they you had. waste that time? <laughs> um, um, that's, that's cool. I think that'd be an interesting mix for Papers, Please-esque. Gameplay. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah that's great. We've come up with some good ones tonight. This, this going back to going back to basics of click pitch, uh, click pitch classic. I think which sometimes is- it's good to mix that up, and it gives us a bit more. Uh, we can just base it just off that one word and the one rest word is our imagination. Take it anywhere that we want. Yeah. Which is usually to papers, please. <laughs> we do. <laughs> we do go back to the papers, please, well, a lot. But it's just such an interesting well, gameplay so kind of thing. It is so good. <laughs> well, it's so good. Is that what you're saying? Yes. <laughs> um, thank you, Lucas Pope. Uh, I think that's all we have time for tonight. Yeah, it is. So, if you'd like to find the rest of our episodes online, go to podchaser.com slash bitstorm. They're all up there. And uh, leave us a review. Let us mm. know your favourite Lucas Pope game that we should rip off. Mine's Return of the Obra Dinn. Well, it's pretty fucking good. Yeah. Um, if you like the song that we play at the start and end of each episode, that song is called Mad Defiance off of the album Containmophobia by the band Kuradust. It's awesome. Go check it out. Kuradust.bandcamp.com. That's right. So thank you again for joining us this week on Bitstorm. I'm Ben Slinger. I'm Trevor Scott. And I'm off to the gymnasia. Multiple of them. Uh, which one? The Gym Junkies one? Oh, yeah, man. I gotta, I gotta carb up and do some reps. Get some supplements. Fucking punch some roided out dudes. (laughs) 